never know who truly is dangerous among all of your acquaintances, friends, or family. A seemingly friendly interaction interrupted by a misunderstanding can easily turn your life upside down. Or sometimes a lover just can't let you go and they'll do whatever it takes to never see you with somebody else. Gunned down, you see your fate fade and justice lays on the hands of the system only for them to be arrested, jailed, then mistakenly released to the world to kill again. Here are their stories. Marceline Harvey was born on May 21, 1938. Her mother was a seamstress and her father, who was a shipping clerk, died when she was just 10. According to Marceline regarding her parents, and I quote, they spoiled me. My mother was soft-spoken and tried to raise me. I was just cantankerous. I was an only child. As of today, June 2022, she is 84 years old, and she wasn't always Marceline. In fact, she was originally Harvey. Harvey Marceline was a man, but now identifies as a lesbian woman. She flip-flopped her name in an attempt to sound more feminine. The other side of Marceline is Harvey and Harvey is described by friends as quick-witted, flirtatious, and also very quick to act when he is angry. Marceline would detail two of her personalities. Harvey, apparently, is not a very good guy. He's a tough guy. Meanwhile, according to Marceline herself, and I quote, Marceline is a nice and gentle and loving, you know, lots of laughter, fun to be with, She's the one who's perfectly normal. Marceline Harvey has previously served 50 years in prison for the murder of her two previous girlfriends, one in 1963 and another in 1985. And now she's accused of a new murder. She met 68-year-old Susan Layden in Tompkins Square Park in the East Village. Susan, who was a former jewelry designer from Teaneck, New Jersey, had struggled with mental illness and a drug addiction in the recent years, and soon enough, Marceline stated that Susan was among her coven of women. Marceline stated, It got to the point where I was ruling the park. A lot of women claimed ownership of me. I was the queen. It's a very magical park, you know. She also mentioned that problems frequently arose when girlfriends took her for granted or disrespected her. She's always been attracted to women, but the relationships rarely ended well. Marceline continued to say, there's a point where they want to rule me and they take advantage of my softness. They misinterpret it and start henpecking me. This softness, the feminine side, is what had kept a lid on Harvey, the masculine counterpart. 
but there were times where she couldn't hold him in any longer. Some woman would provoke Marceline into Harvey, causing violence. Marceline said, I tell them, there's a side of me you don't want to see, but they don't listen. When asked about feeling rage, she says, well, sometimes it's liberating, you know. You get all that dirt out, you know, the pent up stress. You can't let your macho side come out. It isn't what you want to come out. You're covering it up by being a woman because you don't like this male with this male rage. You don't want that person loose. When discussing the two personalities, she prefers Marceline, but laughs and giggles when speaking of Harvey. When asked about Harvey, she candidly stated, He's a pimp. You like him, don't you? Suggesting that the reporter asking these questions to go on a date with her to Anton's wine bar downtown. In the interview, Marceline admitted the two murders that she committed prior, but she insisted she didn't chop the head and limbs off Susan as what was charged, even though authorities do in fact have video evidence of Marceline shopping around using a motorized scooter while sitting right on top of Susan's severed leg. Marceline continues to argue as she stated, I'm being framed because of my rap sheet. And this was the time during the interview with the reporter that she leaned in, almost allowing a peek into the angry and terrifying side that is Harvey. Susan was one of the three women who frequently stayed at Marceline's East New York apartment. One of the three is Jillian, who has been cooperating with the authorities, while the last of the three, according to Marceline, is the actual murderer. When asked why, she stated, she was jealous of Susan. She also added that it is too bad that Susan is dead, but resents the treatment that the media is giving of Susan, saying, she wasn't no Mother Teresa. They make her look like a saint, like a sweet little darling. Susan's body parts were scattered in various locations around Brooklyn. There are many surveillance footage that have damning evidence enough to prosecute. In fact, the last time Susan was seen alive was when she entered Marceline's East New York apartment on February 27th. She was never seen again on surveillance coming back out of the apartment, and prosecutors allege that Marceline used a black shopping bag to discard Layden's torso later that same week. Susan's head and other limbs were also discovered inside Marceline's apartment including blood, cleaning supplies, a hammer, and a box for an electric saw. Authorities also located the remaining leg beside a garbage can just three blocks away from her apartment on March 7. When the reporter asked about why she turned to murder and anger, she traces it back to her childhood trauma to a daycare center in St. Aloysius Catholic Church on 132nd Street in Harlem. It was ran by strict nuns who whipped her, sexually abused her, and forced all the children to eat bad food, so she says. Marceline said, and I quote, My mother had to literally drag me there. I'd be pleading, no, no, no. One time, I ran away, but they chased me down the street and caught me. They treated me bad, very bad. So I think I flipped there. Intellectually, I'm alright, but emotionally, I'm torn up. 
When authorities dug into her court records, it shows that Marceline was first examined by a psychiatrist at the young age of 14, requested by the Catholic Church. According to the report, she had been involved in multiple truancies, thefts, heterosexual and homosexual activities, along with cross-dressing. Then, Marceline's records continued to show more and more crimes, beginning with assorted felonies, such as burglaries, in 1957, and just six years after, on April 18, 1963, Marceline went to her girlfriend's apartment in Harlem and shot her in the hallway with a 32 caliber revolver. Her name was Jacqueline Bonds, and she was killed as she ran for her life. She was shot again in the bedroom and staggered her way into the living room where she collapsed and passed away. Marceline was Harvey during those years, and at that time, he was married to a woman named Florence Jackson. It was apparent that there was a romantic relationship with Jacqueline. According to court records, just six weeks prior, she told Harvey that she did not want to go out with him anymore, then proceeding to tell her while pointing his finger, I'll get you. This was a report filed by Jacqueline's mother, who witnessed the interaction. Jacqueline and Harvey had an interesting relationship. In fact, she was murdered the same day she was supposed to appear in court to bolster Harvey's alibi in an attempted rape case in which charges were eventually dropped. When asked why she killed Jacqueline, she claimed that it was not due to rejection but because of jealousy. Marceline stated that she was very popular and that she found images of her being intimate with somebody else sexually. To quote Marceline, she is beautiful. I didn't want anyone else to have her. During the trial, three doctors performed a psychiatric examination. They concluded that she had schizoid personality with sociopathic features, but was not deemed criminally insane nor psychotic. The medical records on file from 1962 shows a record of delusional grandiosity, suggestions of chronic schizophrenia, and a paranoid reaction personality. Marceline was sentenced 20 years to life for the murder of Jacqueline Bonds. She eventually got out on parole in 1984. Unfortunately, just a year after being released on parole, she was arrested again for murder. The murder of another woman, a live-in girlfriend, Anna Laura Serrera Miranda. Marceline was Harvey at the time of the event, and she chopped Anna up to pieces just like she did with Susan. She put Anna up in black bags and dumped them near Central Park. When asked why, Harvey at the time simply stated to the judge that Anna was late with rent. In this current interview, however, she expanded on it, stating, I was very nice to her, but then she'd go out for two or three days and I didn't know what she was doing. Marceline pleaded guilty to manslaughter and was sentenced to 6 to 12 years in prison in 1986. But due to being on lifetime parole for the first murder of Jacqueline Bonds, she was denied parole for more than two decades. However, Marceline kept trying to be granted parole, and she got her wish when she was released in 2019. When asked how she felt when she was released, she stated, That was orgasmic. Lord, I never thought I'd get out. When asked how she was able to win the release, she simply stated by sucking ass. On March 30th, 2022, she pleaded not guilty 
to the charges of first and second degree murder, tampering with physical evidence, and concealment of a human corpse, and the death of Susan Layden. She has yet to be sentenced. She was in jail from 64 to 84, gets out in 85, so she does 21 years. Back in jail in 86, comes out in 2019, another 33 years. So we're looking now through missing persons, OCME, any connections, any similar incidents that we could see from August of 2019 to the present.